Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter. There is no plan. And it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill. The heaters don't need to be on you. Fuck. Send thoughts and prayers. I need heat down here. No. For 100 likes, he'll turn on the heat. <laughs> no, he will not. Absolutely will not turn on the heat. I don't care how many likes. Oh, what's going on, dude? Oh, not too much. Um, it's It's been a, a wonderful end of the week. Yeah. Um, I made it through uh, my chicken soup, which I... I actually made chicken paste. Um, you know what happens when you put too many potatoes in soup? It sops up all the liquid. Huh. The recipe called for four to five potatoes. Uh-huh. So I put five potatoes in. Five, five very large potatoes. Uh, My mom's recipes were not very precise. Uh, Jesus. Well, you know what? I can't even... Uh, <laughs> hang on. I've, I've got... For some reason, I got uh, logged out here. Of what? My... Uh, are uh the the facebook page so hang on keep talking okay well so anyway made the soup and uh-huh. again it turned into like one gelatinous kind of lump of soup yeah could you beaten with a fork and knife finally finished it who heavy soup heavy soup ah jesus you know what i can't fucking do it on this because i need my phone to click yes okay well, I guess we're not going to be watching the Facebook live feed today. But it's still live? Yeah, we're still live on Facebook. I just can't watch it as we're oh, okay. going here. Because so, I, I, for some reason, I got logged out. So say, Hello, Brian. Hey, good evening, Brian. <laughs> Hi, Doug. <laughs> I, I'd say I could log into it, but I don't have Facebook. That's okay. Um, so, uh, well, we finally got the ball rolling on my... Uh, my insurance claim for yes. my car. Mm-hmm. Um, after almost a week of playing phone tag with my adjuster, I finally spoke to her on Monday, I believe. All right. And uh, we got the ball rolling. I spoke to her today. We have a preliminary estimate of the damages. I have a feeling it's going to cost more than they're yeah, anticipating. Well, yeah, they, but nothing's like broken on it, which is good. I mean, No, just a new grill. Yeah, we more, had to get uh, Val's car done. We had to get like the whole front tire thing of Bob was all messed up. Yeah, um, but I've been driving it since the yeah. accident, so um, yeah. There, uh, I'm thinking that uh, the shop. I'm pro- I'm taking it to Wences. I'm thinking that Wences is going to come in a bit higher than what they're estimating. But I don't know. Wentz does good work. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to tell how. I mean, but they're letting you go to Wences. It's okay. Yeah, I can right. pick any shop I want. All right. Well, we can do it. My dad has tools, man. My dad's a TV repairman. He's got an <laughs> ultimate set of tools. <laughs> Fuck. That's a movie that should go in the bucket for the next round. Yeah, way in the next. Because there's a lot I can. Well, think, we got to do things we haven't seen. Well, that's what. We I, gotta, see, see I, that's something I wanted to talk okay. to you about. Yes. I got a lot of things I want to talk to you about while we're on the air. Um, first off. When we we're down to two more in the buckets. Okay. Okay. So in three weeks, because as you guys can see, well, since you're not watching this, like if you're on Facebook, you see it. Um, but you can hear 
We have one clown not with us tonight. No. <laughs> You're trying to say empty the the empty chair. The empty chair uh yes. to to my left. Yeah, he um sad story, he went to Frackville and uh you know, went to where he wasn't supposed to go. And um well, he said the burning has stopped. Yes. He, the burning has stopped. <laughs> However, it's still uh, his pee is still coming out. With the consistency of mayonnaise. And it's and it glows in the dark. That's the weird one. That's the Frackville part. Yeah, that's 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 the weird one. You that only you, happens in you, the scoop. You don't need a black light to see it no more. I know that only but uh, that only happens in the scoop. <laughs> oh shit. So um fantasy football. We had an interesting week. We I had an awesome Wait, week. wait, hang on. Let, hang on. I, let, I know I'm a top scorer here. We're waiting. Wait. No, I'm, no, it's not wait. Fucking wait. The main event goes on last. I'm turning on. Oh, I'm the main event. Awesome. Okay, so Jesse, my kid, beat yeah. me. But last Thursday, before we came down here to start recording, I forgot to change my fucking lineup. So I had two people that were out that were on that that played on Thursday night that didn't play. Nah. Fuck me all up. No all excuse. Up. No, 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 I, no, I own it. I fucked up. I fucked up. You could have you could have just swapped it down here. No, I couldn't. My phone is recording. You have I forgot. I owned it. Jim gets off the Schneid. He got finally finally racks up a win. Uh by the way, I'm gonna beat the fucking brakes off of him this week. Well, I mean, look. No, I'm I'm gimmicking everything. That's fine. That's fine. I know. It's like <clears throat> collusion and cohorts and all that. But I mean, well, look, you're you're in on the cahootinizing now. Your 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 league is is like look. I don't know most of the people in it, but you know, I I'm confident that most of them are you know are knuckle draggers at this point. A I few s- of them are. I swear, it's like I would I would swear that some of these people are just made up. N- well, semi made up. Yeah, it's just this. It, we have we have quite a few people in the league that are just not post. They're not updating their lineups. They're not helping. And Sunday, sitting watching football. You know, we got NFL red zone going. Me and Jesse are just having a high old time. Yeah, getting ready for l- lucky you. Getting ready for the Raiders to fucking uh, shit the bed on Sunday night football. Ugh, that's another story entirely. Um, when all of a sudden I get a text from one of the members of our league. I'm not going to mention his name, but it's Lance Stein. Um, <laughs> saying about the Fakakta scoring in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we're three weeks deep. Yeah. Three weeks. Yeah. Now he's getting curb stomped by Bill. Yeah. Beat him like a redheaded stepchild. Yep. Beat him like mm. beat him like he owed him money. Uh-huh. Okay. And he's complaining about how a guy who's has no carries <laughs> and no catches is racking up all these points. Gibson, baby. So in our league, returners matter. So I screenshotted how Bill's player has X amount of points and I send it to Lance. And then he says about, uh, about how it's bullshit and this and that. Okay. Don't come. Don't come back. Don't play next year. Problem solved. And then he proceeds to get into the league's group chat 
and start saying shit. And once again, if you don't like it next year, don't come back. Problem solved. I'm cutting the league down to 10 teams next year. Okay. So there's, I, 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 Believe it or not, folks, Eric was nice when it came to this fantasy football league and didn't tell anybody no. I had people say, hey, can we get in the league? Can we get in the league? Yeah, sure. Why not? And I just fucking upped it to 16 <laughs> teams like a jackass. Next year, we're going back down to 10 teams and we're going to make it a, a pay league. We talked about the mm-hmm. we talked about this off air last week. Um I came up with, along with Jesse, mind you, we came up with... Collusion. Yes. Um, what we're going to do going forward, before, between the end of this season and the beginning of next season, we're going to have a rules meeting. The rules committee is four people. There's a committee. It's going to be the three of us. It's going to be me, you, Jim, me, you, the oh. Jimmer, and Jesse. Oh, God, no. Oh. Okay, we're going to sit down here. We'll make an episode out of this shit. We're going to sit down here and we're going to have a rules meeting. We're going to decide all the scoring, everything for next year's Oh No Not Them League. And next year, it matters because I'm not just going to buy the winner a cheap $15 trophy next year, which is what Bill got. But I like the trophy. And and I, you know, I appreciate it. I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, that you, I, I appreciate that you uh, that you appreciate the trophy. <laughs> okay, uh, but th- and that's what's going to happen this year is I'm going to get you know just a cheap trophy off of Amazon for whoever fucking wins this shooting match. But next year, like we discussed, every every player is going to kick in twenty bucks, and what we're going to do with that money is we're going to buy a custom championship belt. And it's not going to be a rotating belt. You win the league, you keep the belt. And we'll keep doing this as long as the league goes. I can't wait to see my belt. I, I'm going to hang it on my wall. Because, I I mean, let's face it. Cream rises to the top, baby. That's just the way it works. And it also curdles real fucking see, quick. Here, here was the thing. Now, I know you for many years. Which is why after the debacle that was week one, I didn't complain. Because... I knew exactly what you were going to say about the rules. They were there, and that was my own fault. Right. And that's why I stacked the fucking deck. I will I will play your game just the way it should be. <laughs> malicious compliance. I like it. I, I'm a fucking big fan of I, malicious and compliance. And I, I told Ryan this. I said, I'm not complaining because I know how Eric's going to – I know he's going to say. I'm not dumb. He's going to say, your own damn fault. You know, and as soon as – you said all that to him. I'm like, that's exactly why I don't complain. Exactly. I Lan- know Eric for too long. Lance, Lance was complaining about uh, about the scoring system. I said, the scoring and the rules <laughs> were on the on the league page before the season started. And then he hits me with, well, I didn't know I was in the league until the fifth round of the draft. Emails were sent out weeks before the why draft. Why did he just show? I mean, I can't imagine why he just showed up then. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, you know. But it, did he just happen to be perusing ESPN at that exact moment of that exact time? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I was honestly to the point Sunday, and Jesse and Missy will vouch for this because they were sitting in the living room with me watching football. I was to the point Sunday where I said one more outburst, <laughs> 
and I'm going to delete his team and put every player back in the free agent pool. Yeah, and I will I will say, I mean, even he didn't complain the first two weeks. No, because it didn't fucking matter to him. And, it didn't it didn't matter to him. And old meat machine who left though like 150 points sitting on his bench. Yeah. When Ryan slapped him around. Yeah. He didn't complain. No. And he had the most right to complain. Right. And the whole thing of it is, Andy, okay, oh. Andy, before the season started, he went in and he saw the scoring. It was either before the season or week one. Uh, no, it was before the season. He saw the scoring and he messaged me. He, he sent me a text. And I said, don't you dare fucking tell Jim and Bill. Bastard. The best part is, though, I thought ESPN's scoring algorithm was screwed up during the draft. Yeah. Because I usually, when I'm drafting, it's not a secret strategy. I draft based off of, like, what their projected points are going to be. And when I'm seeing these people who have no right to have that many points for a season... It's like the filtering was all wrong for me. And I didn't, it didn't click until week one. And even, like I said, I know you, you have, you uh, chastised Jim for putting it in the chat. Yes. You know, and he, it never deleted. I read it, but by the time that all came through, I'm, when I watch the scores, uh huh. I, I watch everybody's scores. I want to see how everybody's doing. Yes. And when I start seeing people with zero and zero getting 50 points, I'm like, that's something weird there. So I click on that. I was like, oh, he's counting return yards. At that very minute, I went to my computer. This was even before you guys were messaging. I went right to my computer and looked at all the return yard guys, and I put them all on waivers. I'm like, I'm picking everybody. <laughs> and that's a, I'll stack the fucking well, deck the first well, week. Here's what we're, here's what we're talking about now for next year. Um, instead of uh, there, what we're going to do with the return yardage, I'm going to see if I can like count that in with defense and special teams. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Well, I, that's what we're going to do. Um, instead of having a spot, where you put a guy. I mean, I get it. You're a rookie commissioner at this point. I mean, I'm still tweaking rules. Yeah. I mean, I, dude, I, I was old school. I mean, I had this shit down to a science. No, you didn't. I fucking did. No, you didn't. Your fucking league was all fakakta. It's like Jesse's. I'm in a league that Jesse runs. Yeah. Okay. I, dude, I scored 1,100 points yeah. last week. We had a league like that once. And I yeah, was, it was fucking ridiculous. The one that no one, I, I couldn't get anybody behind and I wanted to, I still do. A no bench league. You know, you have your starting lineup, and the trick is during bye weeks, you're fucked. If you if you start a player on bye, you lose that week. But you can't bench him and put another player in. You gotta no, wait for the waiver. Yeah. And so that really shakes things up after the bye weeks. That's interesting. But I I could never get enough people that I would, won't do that. Why not? That's I mean, even if it's for no money. No, no, no. You know? I won't do that. It's for funds. May, may, maybe for the lulls, but uh, for what we're going to do with Oh No, Not Them next year, no. That's what I used to love doing on the on the ESPN mock drafts. Oh, God, I was such an asshole. I would I would get on these mock drafts, and, you know, first thing I do is I draft a kicker. <laughs> and then, of course, everybody's like, thanks for ruining the draft. Everybody logs out. It's like, well, you think I'm going to take this seriously? I was such an asshole. Fuck it. 
I'm, I'm surprised it didn't get reported and banned. For what? For, 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 for fuckery? But people have been banned for, for less. That's true. Um, and ESPN, ESPN is, you know, they're kind of touchy. Being a, uh, a Disney-owned corporation, um, they're they're kind of touchy. Like, I couldn't call my team the Sunnyville sh- Sunnyvale Shithawks. Yeah. So they had to be the Shadhawks. Well, make it nice. Make make it a nice name. No. They're the Shithawks. I don't see why people have to name these things with, like, bad stuff. Oh, because I'm the Schmetterlings. Yes. Yeah. It's a beautiful name. The, the Mariposas. <laughs> the Mariposas. It, it's a beautiful name. No, 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 it's not. Um, so I had a I had a good one today. I got to show you the mm-hmm. pictures when we're done. Right. Um, you know my infamous cable theft jobs I was I told yeah. you about. I had another one. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh, this one's about it's about a thousand feet of three hundred pair of cable. Uh, a pole got hit, and okay, so the cable came down. Right. Yeah. I uh, the pictures are fucking great. They're on my Facebook page. It's like every pole has a handlebar mustache. They cut the cable as high up as they could at, on either side of the pole, fucking yanked it out. Jesus Christ. It's great. Yeah, there's about a thousand feet of cable I have to replace on uh on uh out, out outside of Marshall's Creek. I forgot the name of the road. But that doesn't matter. Anyway, for guess how many Working pairs are in that 300 pair cable. Wait, four? Two. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Two. <laughs> so what they want me to do is uh, is cut in a six uh, a, a, a thousand foot section of 12 pair cable mm-hmm. into 300 pair cable on either side. Why not just put a three hundred pair in it? Make it. Right? I got a roll of speaker wire in the basement. We can just use that. I mean, it's... well, I'm not. I don't have a bucket truck no more. So, I don't have a bucket truck anymore. Or I could. Speaking of cable, yeah, Sunday, my internet went out. Yeah, what uh, happened there? A little after one o'clock, uh, the internet went out, and I don't know. And it came back on for a smidge around. Eight o'clock, but it was out until about about quarter to eleven. Well, uh, were they? Uh... I don't know what happened, but Lisa said that like everybody was complaining the next day on Palmerton here and now. Oh yeah, of course. But there was nothing. I'm always worried that it's like did did my modem take a shit? Did my router blow up? Yeah, it's like, and there's no way for me of knowing if I can't get on the internet. Right. Um. Well, I know in Palmerton they are upgrading. A lot of Blue Ridge is upgrading a lot of the stuff in Pomeranian because they're going to be doing uh, fi- mm-hmm. uh, fiber to the home here. Yep. So um, we're we're going we're gonna to get fucking lightning speeds. For what? For what? Download your porn faster. Well, yeah. Come on. No, no. I, look, look. We were from the day when like you clicked the picture, went to the kitchen, made a sandwich, ate the fucking sandwich, poured a glass of milk, ate the, drank the milk, got back. The picture still half loaded. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and now and now that's not now. Now it's like click boom. That's not fast enough. No. Oh, no. I, I, I want the high internet, quality. The internet's too fast. As I want high quality. I got into some new music this week. What'd you get? Oh, hey, go oh, ahead. Yeah. Um, I know. And and when I say new, new to me, 
Uh, Breaking Benjamin. They're fucking terrible. <sighs> every time. Every time. They are fucking hard. I, no, they're, they're really... I, I mean, I can't believe I missed the boat on that. You know? And... I, I was waving from the dock. Bye, have a beautiful time. Oh, it's, it just sounds wonderful. No, it fucking doesn't. Not a fan? No. Okay, fine, fine. But I somehow got into them. I'm not surprised at that. Why? They're fucking terrible. The music I like is not terrible. Signs point to no. <laughs> That's good. No, it's not. Not good. Yeah, just because I, you know, just did a, a Pandora suggested it, and I kept hearing some of these songs. This is why you use Spotify, because then because pa- Pandora suggests stupid shit. Pandora is the one that suggests like a lot of great bands that I'm a big fan of now. Like who? Well, Name the, one. The Rum Jacks. Name one. Well, I okay. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, I could I could name several. I mean, I got into some of these. Oh, um, Falconer. Name one good you, band. You, you haven't even listened to them. No. It's probably Sea Shanty Bullshit. It's power metal. It's not Sea Shanty Bullshit. It's probably Sea Shanty Bullshit. I, I love it now. Every band that I would probably suggest has to be Sea Shanty. It usually just, is. Just because you didn't like a few songs. Your entire fucking list. Was not. Was not. Okay, nine out of ten. Just because they put a little bit of pipe. That... That's the instruments that are over there. Okay? Look, Americans didn't invent bagpipes. We didn't invent the tin whistle. We didn't invent that shit. Listen, you haggis breath bastard. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. No more sea shanties. But, no, I'm not. As a matter of fact, I'm making a t-shirt for myself. Oh, dear God. That is from um, a quote from a band called Home Free uh, from a song Skull and Bones. Mm. You know, live long and long live piracy. No. What What you mean? You can't just know. No. <laughs> it's a good song. Pirates are bad. They are not. Okay, the Somali pirates are okay. No, no they're the worst of them. They even make terrible movies about them. Look at me. Yes. I am the captain now. Yeah, you see, yeah, that that wouldn't work on a Captain Jack ship. It's like, I, I am the captain now. No, you're not, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a hat. <laughs> Yo, fuck me, running. Uh, no, 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 no. Your music tastes are fucking almost as bad as Jim's. No. Almost. No, they're not. Almost. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, our good friend Jimmy Westerberg suggested that we mm-hmm. review the album Tim. Yes. By the Oh, excuse me. By the replacements. Yes, and we did. I remember. And do you remember my drag on the album? Yes. What was it? It was uh underproduced. Yeah, poorly produced. Pro- yeah. We're not gonna call it underproduced. It was All poorly right. produced. And so I finally got around to posting that video, and Jimmy Westerberg Watches the video and, you know, it, it, rightfully so, shits on Jim's take. Rightfully so. <laughs> Why did he shit on Jim's take? Well, because Jim didn't like it. Yeah, but I don't think any of us were fans. I was. I said oh. I would love to hear this album. 
with better production, with competent production. I dragged it a full two and a half points based on production alone. Okay, I must have given it a favorable review then. Uh, mid Middle of the road. Mm. Um, so Jimmy texts me mm-hmm. that the replacements just released the remastered version of Tim. Mm. It's called the Let It Bleed edition. Okay. And by the way, Jimmy got the limited edition box set in the mail that he sent me a picture of. It looks <laughs> fucking cool. Um, so on my on my commute today, I listened to Tim. Hmm. Well, I listened to the entire album remixed by somebody that knew what he was doing. Or I'll give him. I I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Originally, the album was produced by Tommy Ramone. Okay. And Tommy's hearing may have been shot by this time. Which one was he? The drummer. Okay. The original drummer. Um, the new, the, 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 like the remixed version mm-hmm. is fucking fantastic. Mm. It's a great punk record. I go from a five and a half to a seven and a half. So I drug it two points. I, know. I it, It's really fucking good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, and I encourage you to listen to the remaster mm. and give it give it a second listen. I might. It, it, I, I, I enjoyed it. Jim, fucking listen to it again. Listen to the remaster. Well, he owns it. No, Miller, not oh. Westerberg. Well, you weren't being very specific. No, that's we Jimmy. Know, we know a lot of Jims. No, that's Jimmy. All right. This is Jim. He's not here. Oh, what did that happen? Finally, <laughs> finally, some intelligence coming out of that chair. That's not nice. That's look. The man is is sick in bed. He's probably coughing up a lung. Fuck him, right? And you know he's tuning in, and he's probably no. He said he was going to sleep. And he's pro- no. He's just Jim. He's probably on the Facebook page now, just cursing us up a storm. Uh, probably, and it. I can't see it because yeah. So yeah. he f- he feels safe, not knowing that I'm going to go back and look at the comments. Yeah. Oh, hi, Doug. Just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, uh, give it give uh give Tim another listen. I I really dug it. it right. Excellent record. Did you see who is at Qmart this week? No, who? Bam Margera. Uh 2 months sober as well. I you know what? I I go back and forth with him because every other news thing with him is one he's having a rant in some restaurant yelling at people, uh-huh. and he's on, on. He's either under arrest or they're looking for him, or then he's on and apologizing. Yeah, you, you know. And I'm not. I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon and say that you know, I don't like Bam in this light. I've always considered him, and I used to watch Viva La Bam and Jackass. Yeah, but I always felt him to be the dish it out and can't take it guy. Very much so because he would. Mess with his parents, mess with um, everybody on the crew, and uh, Mike Dunn was it Dunn? Ryan Dunn. Ryan Ryan Dunn. Thinking of so, but he would he would mess. With, and the minute I can still remember, there was one particular one that Ryan did something back to him with like a hair clippers. Yeah, and he flipped his fucking shit. Yep, that was in uh, Jackass Two, I think. Yeah, and it's like, and that kind of stuff. It's like, my God, you just t- you are dishing out worse than anybody. Yeah. That's what turns me off to Bam. Not even any of this behavior. Uh, Bam Bam always was a bit of a peckerhead. Um, they all were. My yeah. God, they all were. I mean, 
I mean, some of the shit they pulled was awful, but it was like every one of them seemed to be like, you know, if somebody got Johnny Knoxville with um, with like the um, like a sock full of flour or something, he laughed it off. Yeah. As much as like someone else. I mean, one of the wor- one of the best ones or worse, depending on how you want to look at it, of Bam is Bam is definitely afraid of snakes okay. and they fucked with him with the snakes. I remember that. But weren't they fake? Some of them were. Yeah, I could have sworn it was more fake snakes than anything. Yeah, uh, like they they fucked with Bam with the snakes, and he like legit started crying. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when they did the uh, anti personnel mines, the riot control mines, those I don't remember. Uh, that was in Jackass Two as well, I believe. Uh, it was either two or three because they did the one where Knoxville got shot with the. Uh, with the bean background. Yes. Okay, that I remember. And then they did one with a riot control claymore. Okay. Okay. So a claymore, for those that don't know, is an anti-personnel mine. It's loaded with buckshot. Mm-hmm. Well, they make them in a less lethal version that has rubber bullets or rubber shot in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they deployed one of those on the jackass guys. And rightfully so, Bam was crying. After he got hit. Oh, yeah. And he he said, I, I, I ride a skateboard for a living. I don't get fucking shot. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I kind of got to agree with Bam on that one. But, dude, you did some really fucking dickish shit. Yeah. I mean, like I said, when, when he gets mad when, when they went through the, the mouse traps and the tasers. Yeah. And he was pounding. I would do the same thing. Like, you know, oh, oh, like the shit that they put Danger Aaron through. Yeah. Or Dave England. Yeah, but I, what I would what always got me is like if they did anything against Bam, he got butthurt, and he was so he was so angry. Even though, even though like the stuff he did to Phil, oh my god, oh, dude, I have the DVDs upstairs. That shit all goes back to the CKY videos, mm-hmm. and I have all I have like like the first three CKY videos. Yeah, I have them. Uh, Roush is actually in, I think, the first one. And his old black Buick that he had that he sold the BAM. <laughs> and they wrecked that in one of the videos. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, Roush is in there hitting a kickflip down at FDR Park. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, just something I thought. He, I guess some of his artwork he put down there, he had it signed. And Yeah. As I said, and I didn't want to just turn into a, like a BAM bashing session because it's like I don't really consider him. He's like so back and forth with all the sobriety, non-sobriety. Yeah. But it's like... He was he was one of the the guys that always just really just rubbed me the wrong way. Even though I was still a big fan of all of his goofy shit. Oh yeah, they're the, those guys. They knew how to party. Yeah, and he also got me into him, which is I can't can't hate him for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like and, and you know and you know the C, the 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 band CKY, mm-hmm. and he used some Guar stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Guar do some stuff at, for Viva La Bam. Yeah, uh, he. He turned us. He turned a lot of us on to him, like you said. Yeah. Uh, turned a lot of us on to CKY, and he did some stuff with my boys in Shat. <laughs> uh, he made a video for Shat's lovely song "I Fucked Your Wife." <laughs> That's oh, <laughs> yeah. I whenever you say one of their Shat songs, I I I, I cringe a little bit because I'm waiting. To, what's this one going to be about? That oh, one wasn't too bad. No, no, I fucked your wife. It's a, Happy little ditty. 
I fucked your wife when you were at the bar. I fucked your wife when you were at home. I fucked your wife when you were outside playing golf. I fucked your wife and she swallowed my load. Oh, I don't think we're going to get lyrics on that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the genius that is Jeff Wood. <laughs> Let me stick it in your double, double chin, double, double chin. Double, double chin, double, double chin. <laughs> Uh, this is a man who was proud of a cease and desist letter. Um, he re- he put out Shat put out an album. Um, the cover was Britney Spears mm-hmm. holding a twelve inch lollipop with a vagine superimposed <laughs> on it. Jeff was so proud of the cease and desist letter for that. It's a generational thing. I think, you know, that signals that you've kind of made it if whatever you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, this is also a man who has a song on an album called Country, C-U-N-T-R-E-E. Ah, see you next Thursday. Yes. <laughs> called Vagetarian. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Um, do yourselves a favor, boys and girls. Look up a picture of Jeff Wood of... Google Jeff Wood of Shat. <laughs> Yes, that is a real thing. <laughs> Trust me, you'll thank me later. Either that or you'll never listen to this show again. Ah, well. And if that's going to turn you off, I'm surprised you lasted this long. <laughs> All right. So since the Jimmer's not here, we're going we're gonna to put away our reviews mm-hmm. for the week. We'll, we'll get to Kix's Blow My Fuse. And National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation next week. Um, So I got a couple of lists. You got some stuff in front of you, too. Only just things that I was thinking of about, you know, the the last thing I mentioned everything so far. The last thing I saw a news article. Okay. That a pickleball court and all of its things were burnt to the ground. Right. They had twelve hundred members. Okay. Right. And I don't know. It's been around since the 50s and somehow really got popular. You know, and yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why, but, but then I got to thinking, I'm surprised that we don't have a pickleball court in this area. We do. Where? Spillane's Fit. Oh, because I was thinking that, you know, they have the um, tennis courts up at the pool. Yes. That like have been overgrown. That could be transferred over. And I'd say, you know, I would mention that to the bear next time I see him, but I don't care that much. Yeah. I got to You know what? I'll, we got to I should mention that to, to Frank because he's on the pool board, too. But um, yeah, no, they they put a pickleball court in in the outdoor part of uh, hmm. Spillane's Fit. Uh, there's pickleball court there. Um, uh, the owners of Spillane's Fit have bought the building. Have bought the Shays building. By mm-hmm. the way, I heard they uh, they got they they're gone. Yep. Uh, yep. Bernie and his wife are retiring, uh, and good for them. You know, Bernie's a great guy. Um, I got nothing but nice things to say about about. Um, about the Shea family and the people at Shea's Hardware. They, you know, I, I like having a local hardware store. Mm. And the rumor is uh, Mark Stemler, who owns Spillane's Fit, mm-hmm. he's going to keep part of the building as a hardware store. All right. Which is great, considering Mark's family owned another hardware store in town. Okay. Uh, Stemler's Hardware. That's where the name sounded familiar. Yes. Mark's parents own Stemler's Hardware. All right. The building where Papa Al's is now, yeah. that was Stemler's Hardware. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I went through a lot of changes. Yeah, oh yeah, that's been that's been, and that was a fitness place too. Yeah, the, that was the one that was owned or yeah. run by the by the Pomeranian Hospital. Yeah, I set up the internet in that place. Yeah, oh, so it was your fault. Okay, fine. I'll take the what what, what Ed one fucking computer. Okay. okay, it's not like it's not like like the place went down. Look, it was it was for off, first off, I don't know. Every gym has a. I don't know, genre, clientele, demographic. Demo. Yeah, that one was old people. Yes. Because I went to that gym for a while, and, you know, th- there's no... There's I'm not, calling bullshit. No, I was. I was there for a while, because after I had set up, you know, I was, you know, I set up the internet and everything there, and I was thinking, you know, you know, I can get a, you can get a discount there working. So I think, I'm going to come here for a while. And I'll tell you why I stopped off the air, but... Uh, to watch 70 and 80 year old people on a rowing machine, I mean, it's hard to concentrate. Yeah, it really is. I used to, enjoy, I when I was uh, when I was in the service, I used to, I I, I enjoyed the rowing machines. Yeah, I I never liked those. I tried those. We, I had joined uh, before I fucked up my foot. I had joined um, the other one in town. Uh, so across from the borough building, dedicated fitness. Yeah. But now that my, I mean, now that my foot is like the, I got the arthritis going now, I can't do things with my feet. Ah, gotcha. But, okay, well, so I got a couple of lists here. Okay. First one we're going to do, and we're just like, yes, no, and then we'll come up with some of our owns. The 20 best sophomore albums of all time. Oh, shit. That means second. I album. know, I know. I don't know second. I don't even know what order anything comes in. Okay. Well, yes, and know these, but like I might know one second album, but I'm sure you'll correct me I'm, if I'm wrong. Oh, oh you can bet on it. <laughs> um, number twenty. Yes, a band we just talked about, and an album we just talked about. By the way, this is from our friends at Yardbarker.com. Mm-hmm. Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay, that shouldn't be anywhere near a double digit. That shouldn't be anywhere ever. That should be <laughs> that album should be fucking excised from history. No, you, no, it shouldn't be excised. We gotta we, we have to keep albums like that to remember what not to do. What that what happened. So that goes in a time capsule of the nineties to be up dug up in a hundred years. With a big red no on it. <laughs> it's like Papa, Papa, look, this is what they listened to. Papa look. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Number nineteen. What's the story, Morning Glory, by Oasis? Never cared for Oasis. Me neither. Yeah, I always, I thought they were more interesting after they like have their fallouts because that's more fun. They're they're fucking arrogant, and that's coming from me. But that's I don't really care for Oasis. Nah, they're they're, they're another shit band. I don't think they're shit. I just no, they're shit. All right, all right, they're shit. Fine. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> Fuck the Gallagher brothers in the asses with cactuses, with cacti. If you will, they don't have cactuses in England. All, all hedgehogs. <laughs> what is hedgehog? <laughs> Spiny Norman. <Yes. laughs> oh, Dinsdale. <laughs> all right, number eighteen. Too bad the gym's not the gymmer's not here oh, for no. this one. The Foo Fighters, the color and the shape. Don't know it. Great record. <laughs> yes. That's the I... one where where the Foo Fighters really broke. That's got my hero on it, and you know. I honestly didn't think the Foo Fighters needed to even break because I thought that it was like instant success with Grohl. 
instant recognition, yeah. Yeah. But um, like this is this was the one that really nudged him into the mm. spotlight. Uh, number seventeen, "Like a Virgin" by Madonna. Oh, okay, great record. I think that was her second one. Yep, that, I thought that was her debut. No, no, no. I think the debut was just called Madonna. Oh, okay, but uh, "Like a Virgin"'s got some great stuff on. Good record. Yes, it's a good one. It was all uh, over. Yeah, and, and it was. It it was all over and it was ubiquitous too. And that was like yeah, when she did that on MTV. Oh my on god! The music awards, it like that would have broken the internet if the internet was a thing. Right now it's just eh, another day at the yeah, office. Yeah, that's just like oh well, what's that? And that was like oh my, everybody talked about that the next day. Right, that was ridiculous. That same with the like a prayer video. Exactly, Madonna knows how to make things like get in the conversation. At that time, she did. At that time. Now she does, but by looking like a fucking... She looks like a made-up version of the puppet from the Saw movies now. Well, you know, one day you're going to get old. And maybe, you know, you're going to have some... I'm going to grow old gracefully as I sit here with a dyed jet black beard. You have to have that, though. You have to have that. Yeah, this is, just for, this is only for aesthetic purposes for my Haunted House yeah. character. Speaking of which, i got to tell you about an incident I had on Saturday. All right. So, oh, now <laughs> I, no, I didn't know if you were going to cut it. No, we'll do it at the end of this right. list. Remind me. Number 16, Van Morrison's Astral Weeks. I know, I never, Van Morrison was Brown Eyed Girl. Okay, I thought he was the one of the, uh, that's, that's, that's that, Jim Morrison. That's, no, that's Morrissey. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, the Smiths. Yeah, wait, did he do, um, Moondance? I don't know. I'm not a Van Morrison fan. Okay, neither am I, so I don't know how these people make these But lists. it's on the list. Uh, number 15, The Bends by Radiohead. Man, these are all bands that like I don't listen to, and I know them. Uh, well, Yard Barker's probably a bunch of millennials. Yeah. Radio? No. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, no. yeah. What's between Gen X and millennials? Was there no, a- it's Gen, Gen X, millennial, then Gen Z. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Because my kids are Gen Z. My kids are Zoomers. Your yeah, kids are Zoomers. Yeah. You know what? Bella, we were doing something around a board game, and Bella got up, and she... She, she called you a boomer? She said, she says, okay, boomer. I said, excuse me? <laughs> I said, first off, we've been dealing with boomers longer than you have. Yeah. And remember, <laughs> we don't have a dog in the fight. We'll just wipe you all the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Gen X so, gives no fucks. Don't mess with Gen X. No, we're we're the last we're the last of the feral children. Yes. <laughs> and we were feral. Oh, very much so. Yes. Okay. Number 14. Everyone knows this is nowhere. Neil Young with Crazy Horse. Was that the name of the album? Yeah. Holy every shit. Everyone knows this is nowhere. Okay. I don't like Neil Young, so I really don't I, care. I only like certain Neil Young songs like Downtown. Yeah. Uh, or Downtown. 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 Yeah, there are certain songs I like, though. I, I, I didn't care. Uh, I, I, do, I don't care about... This ain't, this ain't listening to, like, Millennial. This is just, I guess... I think someone just went on Google and said second album yeah. and just picked. Pretty much, yeah. Um, number 13 is Doolittle by the Pixies. I've heard of the Pixies, and I probably know some stuff by them, but I don't know them. Same here. I would probably, I've probably, oh, I heard that song. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you if it was the Pixies. Mm-hmm. Next one is another one that I have no fucking clue. Uh, he's apparently a very popular rapper. Kendrick Lamar. I've heard it. Wait, didn't he do something illegal? 
Uh, I don't know, but the album is Good Kid, Mad City. All right. I think he was, I don't know if he was broiled in controversy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't keep up with celebrity gossip. Me neither. Next, at number 11, The Low End Theory by A Tribe Called Quest. That one I actually know. Well, I know, I know The Tribe Called Quest, and I know the album Low End Theory. Yeah. So they're, they're not terrible. Yep, A Tribe Called Quest. Uh, you ever watch the show The Boondocks? I have seen clips of it. Okay. Uh, Cat Williams uh-huh. does a voice, or did a voice, because the show's been off the air for a while. Cat Williams did a voice on there, kind of like the Money Mike character from yeah. the Friday movies, right. except like a tribe called Quest, he was a pimp named Slickback. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> Loved it. Um, number 10, here's an album that we might know. Paranoid by Black Sabbath. That one I know, and it should be higher. Should be very high. One of, one, should, one of their best one of the best albums ever. Yes. Of any genre, but from any band. Mm-hmm. Number nine is another excellent record. And I didn't realize this was their sophomore effort. Paul's Boutique by the Beasties. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they that, that street uh, cross section that um, was just renamed in New York. Yeah. In Brooklyn, where that where that is at. Yeah. They just renamed it Paul's Boutique. Yeah. Yep. Um Nice tribute to the to the Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. even though they were like, why? Yeah. Number eight, Led Zeppelin two. Such an inspired name. Yes. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Such an inspired band. <clears throat> Fuck off. I don't know. Led Zeppelin two. Led Zeppelin two is one of the famous ones that had. Um, there's a if you're lucky enough to find um, a copy out there. That was like ma- the first mix of it. Uh huh. Um, you have to like, if you look at the album, there's like etchings, like right before it like hits the the um the middle piece. Yeah. And if you have like the right numbers on, it, it's worth a lot of money. None of my Led Zeppelin two albums are, and yeah, I own several Led Zeppelin two albums. Yeah. Only because I get them in collections. Uh, uh, I own every. Oh, I think I own almost every Led Zeppelin al- actual album. Because I've gotten them in various collections. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I'm good. All right, fine. I'm good. Number seven, 21 by Adele. Never really listened to Adele. Me neither. Yeah. But she has a great speaking voice, Cockney. Yes. <laughs> really good singing voice, too. Oh, yeah. I, 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 she is a very talented, very talented singer. I can't take that from her. And no, I, oh, I, not I at won't. all. Not at all. I just, not, not in my wheelhouse. Speaking of very talented singers from across the pond, mm-hmm. Back to Black by Amy Winehouse comes in at number six. Yeah, I never really got into Winehouse. She was a very good singer. Unfortunately, we all know the you know the mm-hmm. troubles. But yeah, Amy Winehouse, what a voice. And she poured her soul into those songs. Yeah. She, she did. Yeah, I mean, for a, for a skinny white girl from England mm-hmm. to sing the blues like that, yeah. unreal. She was a fantastically talented singer, and uh, unfortunately, she had you know she lost her battles with her demons. Mm-hmm. Number five is a wonderful, wonderful record. It takes a nation a million to hold us back by Public Enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I didn't know that was your second one. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> so much good with so much good stuff from Public Enemy over the years. Yeah, 
I mean, th- this is the band that gave us the original version of Bring the Noise. Nine One One is a joke. Fight the power. Fight the power. Fear of a Black Planet. Yeah. You know, so many good songs. And, and, quote, and very quotable in their lyrics where you can speak them yeah. more than sing them. Yeah. And I still haven't listened to that one by, was you say, Duran Duran did 911 as a joke? Yes, I need I, to hear that I too. still haven't listened to it. I, 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 I'm I a big, big Public Enemy fan. Yep. Chuck D. Chuck, I always thought Chuck D was like the black, Henry Rollins, <laughs> you know that. I mean, just that kind of gravitas with what he says. Oh yeah, and and you know my you know my love for Henry. Mm-hmm. So I I mean that's not a drag on Chuck D at all. In fact, that you know that, that's I'm putting Chuck D on a pretty freaking high pedestal. In yeah, my they world. Public Enemy at the time was, I mean they were they were saying what needed to be said. Yeah, but I think and and I want to say like they they didn't have as much violence in them as nwa no but they did but it was more like it was more intelligent it was more farrakhan yeah than it than it was um it 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 was it was more farrakhan than it was early malcolm x yes yes because i I mean after after his trip to mecca malcolm x Mm -hmm. saw what was up yeah you know and you know like he he calmed down on the violent rhetoric um Number four, the band by the band. Wow, I've I don't I don't I know I probably have heard songs from them, but yeah, I I'm tell sure. You. I mean, but wow, your second album is named. Whew. It's eponym- eponymous. Yeah, that's. Mm. Here we go. Here's another one. Number three, the freewheeling Bob Dylan, by, yeah, Bob I- Zimmerman. Zimmerman. It's his real name. Okay, but that's not what he's called. Yeah, I like Bob Dylan. My my, my favorite album is Highway sixty one revisited. Oh, there's some great shit on Highway sixty one. That is a wonderful, wonderful. Blood on the Tracks is also yeah a great album. My mom hated Dylan. Really? Well, she she heard Dylan coming up, and she hated that nasally tone. See, I always made the joke. Uh, you you remember the Traveling Wilburys? Yeah, I always made the joke because it was Roy Orbison, yep. Jeff Lynn mm-hmm. from ELO, George Harrison of the Beatles, mm-hmm. Tom Petty, yep. and Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. and everybody got to sing solo on <laughs> on uh, on what the hell was that song? Everybody needs somebody to. I don't remember the song title now, but anyway, everybody sings by themselves. Except for Dylan and Teddy. <laughs> and I always made the joke that, okay, let's put the two worst singers together. And maybe it'll sound good. <laughs> it, yeah, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. I, I uh, handle with care. That was okay. the song. Um, I'm, I, I love Bob Dylan. I, and I, I, I enjoy his stuff too. I, I, I can, I can 100% thank a high school English teacher for my affinity for Bob Dylan. I don't know where I don't honestly don't know where my even came from. Ron Yeager. Yeah, I, I just I got into some Dylan, and when it, when I heard the times are changing in the Watchmen, which is a polarizing song for that movie. I love that song for that yeah. movie. Oh, there's such it's it's just a great song. Uh, and then you you know you got uh, classics 
There's so much classic Dylan out Sub-trading there. Subtrading homesick blues. Johnny's in the basement mixing up the medicine. I'm on the pavement. Think about the government. The man yep. in the trench coat, badge out, laid off, says he got a bad cough, wants to get it paid off. Yep. Look out, kitten. Sorry, I won't yeah. go on. I know. it's it's. <laughs> I can go on forever. Yeah, Dylan has some great stuff. And when he went electric and got booed. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, and you got to, as I said, when you look at these stars like coming up, I mean, we sometimes we don't have the luxury of seeing things unfold i know right but it's like, it's like how could you boo dylan well they it was an icon yeah and to pick up an electric was like what that was sacrilegious to 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 you know the granola eating crowd back yeah. in, back then i don't think they had granola they did they were just they, they were just dirt eating hippies <laughs> dirt hippies <laughs> all right number two tapestry by carol king i've i feel the earth move yeah. under my wow. feet yep Great, great singer-songwriter. And Carol uh, Carol King was one of the earliest of the really good female Mm -hmm. singer-songwriters. Like, back then, you had her and Linda Ronstadt Mm -hmm. in the rock space. Because most of the country, the female country singers weren't writing their own shit. Yeah. But, yeah, they they did some amazing stuff. And uh, number one, you care to take a guess? Uh, okay. I, I would say Metallica Ride the Lightning. You would be wrong. Okay, let me think. Uh, what was Megadeth's second album? I'm probably way... Killing I'm, is my business. I'm probably way overthinking this only because... Killing... Uh, I, I have to think of like what's been on so far. Oh, God. A pop- no, Peace Sells. Was there... Peace... I, yeah, I think... Yeah, Killing was the first one, but... Yep, Killing was okay, the debut. Think, thinking of all what's been on this list so far. It's okay. I, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be something like by Boston or Foghat or nope. something. I don't know. Nirvana's Nevermind. Don't doubt that should be on a list of sophomore albums, but number one, holy shit, that's what's listed at number one. Oh, because the Bleach was before this, yeah. Bleach, and uh, well, I mean, where was Incesticide? Is that fourth? No, I uh, went. It went bleach, never mind in utero, and I don't. I I think that's the last official full full length. I have to look. I thought I, I maybe Incesticide was a demo that might have been a live or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I I've never. I don't own any Nirvana. Go figure. Um, but yeah, I I mean, as much as I dislike them. Um, actually despise them. The the music, I mean, they they changed the game. They really mm-hmm. did. And for the impact alone, I can't argue with it being on the list. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure it's number one. Because just off the top of our heads, um, well, you you spitballed mm-hmm. um, "Peace Cells" by Megadeth. Yep. "Ride the Lightning" by Metallica. Mm-hmm. Um, "Bark at the Moon" Bark, by Ozzy. No. Is it Bark second or is no, Diary second? Diary was second. Still, Diary's a good one too. Diary of a Man. Little, Do- Little Dolls was as on. Oh. such a great song. Um, that's uh, you know, the Diary of a Madman by Ozzy. Um, what was Kiss's second album? Dressed to Kill. Okay, not one of the better ones. Yeah, it was Kiss, then Dressed to Kill, then Rock and Roll. Yeah. All, no, Destroyer, then Rock and Roll All Night. All right. Um. There, I mean, there's so many good well, Anthrax. 
Anthrax. Spreading the disease. I always get them backwards because spreading the disease was part of a song on the other one. Right. Or no, spreading the disease was first because that's the one with... Uh, See? that. That's the one with... Um, the no, that was armed, singer. armed and Dangerous. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was Armed and Dangerous. Uh, spreading the disease was... Where was where does Fistful of Metal come in? Oh wait, wait, no. Fistful of Metal was first. Armed and Dangerous was the demo. Fistful of Metal, and then Disease. Then Spreading the Disease. Yes. Right. Because Spreading the Disease was the first one with Joey Belladonna. Right. Because that's got Madhouse. Yes. And uh, you know it's got so much good shit. Um, Jesus Christ, Anthrax, you fuck us up with that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Poison. Open up and say ah. See, that's the funny part. It's like remembering the second album. I know. Yeah, look what the cat dragged in was the first. Yep. Again, a great album to first start off with. And Warrant with Cherry Pie. Oh my. Yeah. Yes. You know, just hair metal. Hair metal. Hair metal always was good to get to the second album. Yeah. After there, it kind and, of fell off. Yeah, and then and then it would and then it would either shit the bed, or it was really good stuff. Def Leppard. Oh Jesus Christ. We reviewed that High too. and dry. We reviewed all that shit too. Yep, high and dry. Oh, because on through the night was first. Mm-hmm. Uh, high and dry was that wasn't a bad album. No, it was. It was in a bad album. I got. I actually got downvoted heavily because I I belong to a hair metal group. Uh huh. And they asked what band, you know, is classified as hair metal that doesn't belong in hair metal, right? And I said Def Leppard. Yeah. Because Def Leppard themselves considered themselves New Wave of British Heavy Metal. Yeah. Oh, oh, downvoted to hell because, you know, God forbid I have a fucking opinion. Especially on Reddit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, downvoted. But, uh, but, yeah. but Bon Jovi was put in there. He got downvoted. Oh, dude. The, the fucking... You you think the IWC, the internet wrestling community, <laughs> as at large, is toxic. Get on fucking Reddit. Some of them are. Some oh, of, dude, the AEW subreddits are fucking some, horrible. Some are bad. Some are the Gen X is pretty good. I belong like I belong to like the Gen X one. Yeah, one of my favorite ones, strangely enough, is XJW. X Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, and people kind of just tell their stories, and boy, mine are just when when you, the great thing is is like when you go on there, and you go on a normal like ask ask me anything. Yeah, kind of, and it's like. When did you stop believing in Santa Claus? And I put out there, never did, because I was never, you know, I was told from the very beginning, oh, that's so sad. And when you, but when you tell these stories in the, the day, we all understand. Right. You know, we all talk about our actual first birthdays. Yeah. How old were we when, you know, and, and it's, that is such, that's a more welcoming, that's one of the most welcoming communities. Well, I mean, like the, the, the internet wrestling community is toxic. Uh. The fucking internet, the, the the wrestling communities on Reddit are even worse. Speaking of internet wrestling communities, I got to bring this up. Um, the AEW, the AEW neckbeards. <laughs> I love calling them neckbeards. Have struck again. There is a face, uh, not a Facebook, a Twitter page called AEW Botches. All right. Where they show the ineptitude of... A lot of AEW's wrestlers. Okay. And they'll show where things went bad. And uh, recently, John Moxley got injured in the ring. All right. Uh, he got hit in the fucking head 
on a bad suicide dive by uh, by Ray Phoenix, okay. and then got dropped on his fucking head twice Ooh. by Phoenix. And AEW botches posted these things to Twitter. They doxed this man. What that posted it? Yeah. Well, the first thing they did was uh, uh, Aubrey Edwards, who is the the female referee right. for AEW. She's also one of their people that does uh, copyright strikes as Don Edwards. Okay. It's one of the worst kept secrets in the wrestling oh. business that she's Don Edwards. Well, she put a copyright strike out on that, on, on that AEW botches. Well, they fucking doxed this guy. They sent him, they emailed him pictures of his house and like a picture of his family that they got from his Facebook page or whatever. And the address where his kids go to school. Because he doesn't like your favorite wrestlers. Fuck you. Yep. Just fuck you. You people are fucking trash. The only thing softer than you is your favorite wrestler. And yes, I just quoted CM Punk, you fucks. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's fucking terrible. They, they, cop, they did a copyright strike to Stevie Richards, too. What did he do? He showed that clip of Moxley getting dropped on his head. Because oh. what Stevie's been doing lately, and Stevie, I mean, why would we listen to this guy? You know, he's you know 30 years in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially talking about neck injuries, because he's had severe neck su- surgeries, and he's had concussion issues. But why would we listen to him when he says that something was done in an unsafe manner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don Edwards fucking... Submitted a copyright strike against Stevie for that. I wonder if Botchamania is getting hit with those. I'm sure they are. I'm sure the AEW neckbeards are are all about, uh, you know, that. Because they can do no wrong. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something happy. Happy! Like I, I was starting to say. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Friday night, we opened up the Haunted House for the 2023 season. And I'm doing a whole new character... Uh, new room, new everything. Saturday night, I won the game. Uh-oh. I won the game. So, I'm doing an evil priest gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cult leader, yep. evil preacher type deal. Um, These guys come around the wall, the you know, the, the wall into my room. And my room is all red. And I'm standing on my podium okay to preach my sermon and it just starts with i smell the sin coming from you boy <laughs> and with that this dude makes the sign of the cross oh no and starts an our father he recites the entire our father so i come down off my podium and I say, nah, boy, you don't understand. I'm your fucking God now. <laughs> and with that, he does an entire Hail Mary. Wow. And then I say, your Jesus doesn't live here. And with that, he scurries off. I win the game. <laughs> and I had a few compliments out front, too. 
I get back into the I get back into the building after Saturday's show. Hey, uh, you're a hit. Why? People are saying uh, that devil guy in the back, you know, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> Almost like I know what I'm doing. Oh. But I'm 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 really lucky. I have a good crew around me this year. I mean, not that I didn't have a good crew around me last year, mm-hmm. but um, I've got Jim over in the meat processing, uh, in meat processing, and he's got a new. He's got a rookie with him this year uh, to help him out. Uh, young lady named Amalia. All right, and she's doing good as a you know as for my two rookies are doing well. I I can't complain. Uh, and then after him playing uh, playing the, the pig man part this year butters the pig is uh is uh cory phillips right and then you got then you come into me to my 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 you come into hell you come in and see me and then uh we have we i have a rookie in the chainsaw room um uh dylan borger right and then we have amanda and autumn in the insane asylum and larry in the doctor's office where Jim was last year. So I got a pretty good crew around me. And uh, we're, we're, we're having fun. Well, the good thing is Ryan and I will probably, barring any rain, uh, be doing it next next Saturday. Okay. But, but I'm putting out a special request. We would like a blood experience, but light. No. 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 Is he... no. Uh, Not for him. Not for him, for me. You can do whatever you want to my son to leave me alone. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, oh, your kid's going to get it. Ryan's going to get it. Um, no, um, I'll get you some discount coupons. Yeah. Speaking of which, I wanted to tell you this. Um, I went to um, a restaurant, a local restaurant, a restaurant that's out and about. Uh-huh. At the table we were at, they happened to have a, a fat stack of the uh, the coupons. Uh-huh. All right? So I nicked a few, right? I took them to work. They're all gone. Nice. So, do you want more? I I don't know if, if I even need more because I said I took I took a, a good uh, bunch of them. So hopefully, like I see, like you know, hopefully you get some people that I work with. Well, know. I mean, I won't know them from Adam. But no, neither would I. I'd be honest with you because they probably, you know, they look more normal. Yeah. Well, if like I said, if you need, I more, just want to get you business. If uh, thank you, I we appreciate that. If you need more, I have more. And I can get more, but uh, I gotta get you the good ones for for you and Ryan. Just re- just remember the, the little the little guy gets everything. Oh, you're getting hammered. I, you ain't gonna have the general with you this time. Uh, oh, like it helped. Like he, it helped. He got hammered because it was because he was hammered and it was his birthday. And he lied and he lied in the kitchen. And when she she said, I hear it's somebody's birthday, and Jim said it was mine. He was too chicken shit to take his own medicine. Well, you see, that's why I had to get him, because I knew better. See, and that's why I asked you if I could, you know, do I have to wear this shirt? Because I was going to go to the thrift store and get a white suit. You can do that, but you have, but to, have wear, to wear the shirt. You have to wear the shirt. Which is bullshit. But, sorry. No. <laughs> I know it's I, not. I, but I'm wearing all white already. So put the shirt over the over the suit. A shirt over the suit. What kind of hillbilly shit is that? What kind? We'll of- put you to work in hillbilly. You can work with Tyler and hillbilly hollow. Which is funny. At least I saw the picture of him, and she said, "That's Tyler. Yeah, the drummer. 
Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the picture of me, him, and Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we clean up nice. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, we dirty up good, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, next year, uh, Chuck was talking about next year, he would would like to see what Tyler and I could do working together. Oh, dear. <laughs> that's, that's that's not going to be a good rule. <laughs> well, no, it'd be back to back. Like, oh, okay. Uh, us together in Hillbilly Hollow. Still, you two together is just no. You got to you got to keep buffers between you of about four or five people. I think that's why they put Doug downstairs. <laughs> they broke. Uh, they they they. This, you know, they separated me. This and Doug. is gonna suck because you guys says it's all changed now. It's like I remember what it was. You know, and I, I like that. Yeah. Well, because it's just gonna be me and Ryan. I get lost down there, like the one. What the the one room after the where the clowns were, uh huh. And you're you're supposed to go straight, but not. And then you get locked in that room. Okay, I don't like that. Listen, do me a favor before I show up. Could you paint like arrows on the floor? Nope. Telling me where. Come on. Nope. You're killing me here. Nope. I'm gonna. I'll I'll, I'll let my friend Jax the clown know. I'm gonna need. I am gonna need a. Um, what do you call someone that goes with you? A guide. Well, not a guide, a buddy. I need a buddy. I need a buddy to come with me. To- I did that. I've done that. When I was uh, when I was outside as as line entertainment. Yeah, we had a we had a group of girls wanted to go through. Now, keep in mind, this was when I was doing the Fury mm-hmm. uh, Fury character. So, I've got on a full length leather trench coat, shin guards with with one inch deck screws driven through them. Mm-hmm. Spiked gauntlets that go up to my elbows, um, and a, a, a Corey Taylor slipknot mask. And these girls are all they're they're like shaking like a dog shit in Pete's sheets, right? Scared shitless. What the fuck is that? What shaking like a dog shit in Pete's seats? Jesus mighty. Anyway, um, they're 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 fucking scared shitless, and it's toward the end of the night, so. Can you go through with us? All right, I'll go through with you. So I take off all my stuff. And we get down into the first room and everything's normal. And all of a sudden, one of the girls grabs two hands of the back of my shirt and buries her head in my back. That lasted all of about five seconds. Nope. With that, she gets drugged in front of me and I fed her to every fucking actor in the building. See, that's not nice. She came to you. She came to you for solace. And And she wanted sympathy? Yes. It's in the dictionary between shit and syphilis. But I I mean, I'm I'm not asking not to do anything. I'm just saying, take it easy. Feed him the kid. (laughs) The the first time I took Jesse through there, okay? Yeah. The first time I took Jesse through there. He was picked up against the wall with his head hitting the ceiling by Jason. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we walked into the Michael Myers hallway. Yeah. Where Jason's at. Jason picked him up and put him against the wall and his head to the ceiling. No sympathy. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, go for him and then let me go through. No. 
That's I just don't understand. Oh, I got something. I got something for you. No, don't do that. I got something for you. I don't want any special treatment. I got something for you. <laughs> I got something just, for you. Just treat me like a regular, um, you know, patron. But you're not regular. You're special. That's not fair. I'm gonna make sure you get a sticker too. I don't even. I don't even like the way that sounds. You make a sticker sound ominous. Well, no, I don't hand out the stickers. I'll just make sure you get one. Oh, I have. Oh, I know. I know they're not handed out. I, I probably. I get. I mean. No, no, no. We do have actual stickers, and I'll make sure you get one. <sighs> I, I said I, I know this is gonna be bad, so it's just I, I'll I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Speaking of the haunt, though, I I I found an old in my my YouTube holes, and again, I don't. All right. I don't know how this person. I said, like I said, I don't. I found old pictures of the haunt. Okay. Well, old movies of the haunt, and he was actually he looked like he was an actor there, and was like going through because like Chuck was in it, and they were like going through some of the rooms. Okay. The only feature I can remember is like they went into this one room and there was a gun, but the gun was glued down. So there's a book on how to remove glue. When you pulled that book, the panel opened up, and they got pulled through. Right. As I said, I don't know if this person is still on good terms, who it is. I never saw. He took all the videos. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was really old school. And I didn't realize it was the haunt, but your room that you pied Jim with, uh-huh. the like the pictures were still there. Okay. I know exactly who did the videos. I'll talk to you off the air about okay. it. Okay. Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can I can't wait to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be wearing my good jacket. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, I'll I'll wear the jacket I wore before that still has the blood on it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, now look at it and say he's already bloody. Yeah, don't touch. No. Oh no 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 sir no sir because you got to remember you're gonna hit Jim, then you're gonna hit me. If you guys can recognize me, that's the key. Because I might, I might be incognito. No, you won't. No, you won't. I'm going to distribute your picture. I, I will put a wig on and a fake mustache. No, you won't. <laughs> no, I will. I will just to fuck with you guys so you don't know if it's me or not. I'll know it's Ryan. <laughs> well, see, that's just not fair. <laughs> I don't care what you could dress in drag. I'm going to see Ryan. I'm going to know it's you. Hmm. There's a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep it up. We'll give you a job. Honestly, I wish I was free on Saturdays that I could do that. I I so I have so many sick and twisted ideas in my head. Oh, we love to see a reality for it. But I just know I cannot commit that many weeks in a row. Yeah. And that's not fair to you guys. I get it. For, I get it. For doing that. I get it. Um, let's let's do All one right. let's do another list. Here's something I think we can get behind. Yes. Twenty movies from the nineties that everyone should see. Ah, well, okay. Number twenty, Heat. Never seen it? It it's it's a good movie, good cop movie. Oh, that's why probably. Uh, you don't, you don't. I don't like procedurals. I'm not much into cop movies. Jesus Christ. Moving on. <sighs> you suck. Number nineteen, Saving Private Ryan. 
It's okay. I wouldn't say people need to see it. It's a very good movie. I've seen better war movies. So have I, but it's still a very good movie. And we're talking about from the 90s. Yeah. All right. Name a better war movie from the 90s. Don't put me on the spot like that. You know I don't know any. (laughs) Number 18. (laughs) You make my head hurt. Pretty Woman. It's an okay movie. I I agree. I wasn't really a big fan. But... I, I know people that is their favorite movie and quote the whole damn thing line for line. And I've seen the movie. Get a life. Hus- don't get a life. What? What? Lisa? Yes. Lisa. Come on. Do better. Well, I shouldn't tell you to do better. Look who you're married to. Hey, that was against me. Yeah. I I mean, I would never say nothing mean to Lisa. I like Lisa. You bastard. I like Lisa. All right. She's good people. Number 17, Home Alone. Uh, played out. Well, it only played out because we've seen it. I I, I mean, I mean, if it came out today. No. Yeah. I wouldn't like it. All right. Wouldn't like it. Here's a movie I would like if it came out today. I liked it when it came out. The Shawshank Redemption. That's a good. I mean, it's everywhere, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's 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 a very ubiquitous movie. And so many famous character actors have been in that movie, which is which makes it great. Yeah. Cuz you there's like a who's who of it who's in it. Yeah, Tim Robbins, Morgan Freeman. Why do they call you Red? Probably cuz I'm, I'm Irish. Irish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Number 15. Men in Black. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very I, good movie. I enjoy that. I, I it's, it's a good silly fun. And, and that's one of my favorite popcorn movies. Yeah, and it's just it's it's. I mean, I I like you know, you know. Yesterday you knew there was no such thing as aliens. Think of what you'll know tomorrow. <laughs> great line. Number fourteen. Speaking of movies with great lines, mm-hmm. The Big Lebowski. Never could get into that one. My cousin tried. My cousin's a big dude fan. I ha- he he actually gave lend me the movie though I just I don't know it's a good movie the funny thing is if you if you watch that movie all of Lebowski's lines are borrowed from other places in the movie yeah <laughs> it's like yeah you're not wrong there number thirteen is an underrated movie um, everybody knows Jim Carrey for his stupid shit yeah. The Truman Show. Oh, that was yeah. That's that's still in that absurdness. It it's one of two Jim Carrey movies I truly enjoy. I enjoy a lot of them, but yeah, it's, I can't stand well, that oh, fucking guy. Oh, right, right. I fucking cannot stand Jim Carrey. He's annoying. What's the other one? Man on the Moon. Oh, okay. Do you ever see Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Nope. Oh, that's a good movie. That's an excellent movie. It, he doesn't play Jim Carrey wacky in it either. That's the only way I can stomach him. Yeah, is if he plays something uh, akin to a normal human being. I like actually I like most of Jim Carrey movies. I mean, and the only one that I really didn't care for, if any, was me, myself, and Irene. Didn't like that. Didn't like the mask. Didn't like the Ace Ventura movies. Yeah, I like those. Nothing. No, not Cable for me. Guy. No, hated it. Hated it. All right. I mean, I, I, 
I, I didn't like Jim Carrey going back to In Living Color, though. I liked him back then. He was cool. No, he wasn't. He, he was never cool. Yeah, he did an informer uh, ripoff called Imposter. Dude, two weeks in a row, Brett has played Informer at Trivia. Oh, yeah. See, it's, it's... it's a good song. It is. But Jim Carrey, yeah, no. I'm not a fan of Jim Carrey at all. Number 12. A movie, believe it or not, I have never seen. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. I've never seen it either. I've just seen parts of it, but I'm not in. I was never in the dinosaurs, really. Me neither. You know, so none of them and any of their movies even remotely thrilled me. No, me neither. It doesn't do anything for me. Here's one that did something for me. I mm-hmm. love this movie. Seven. Never seen it. Really? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I've heard enough about it that I just see the 90s. The 90s were an alcohol fueled time for me. Yeah. So I didn't watch a lot of shit. Uh, I think you would I think I, you would like so. I missed a, I missed a good portion of the 90s. It so did I. But I think you would enjoy 7. No. It's a good movie. Um Number 10, The Lion King. Not a terrible movie. Love no. loved uh Jeremy Irons in that. Yeah. I, I I love Elton John's soundtrack. Actually, well. actually, yeah, Zat um, Zatu, Zat, uh, Rowan Atkinson's character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the voice acting in that was was uh, you know James Earl Jones and just a long live the king. Yeah, I mean that is a wonderful movie. It it really is. Um, I, I can't complain about that. No. Number nine, mm-hmm. The Matrix. Love that movie. Lo- absolutely love that movie. Yeah, and and I don't know. I'm not even sure why I liked it so much because there is so much not to like in it. I think I just like the fact that maybe all this is a simulation. I know kung fu. <laughs> Show me. Yeah, there is. There is just. It's uh, there is so. There is no spoon. <laughs> it's, it's... Lawrence Fishburne is great in that movie, mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves really reinvented himself. Yeah. You know, when he started doing the Neo stuff and reinvented himself again with the John Wick series. Keanu Reeves is like, that guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. I got nothing bad to say about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, and the weird part is, is like we have, um, there's a course, and I still get it in my head. There's a guy at work, his, his last name is Anderson. And whenever I hear him, I just get Mr. Mr. Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yep. You can't not hear that. I'm a Smith. Hugo Weaving is awesome. Oh, I love Hugo Weaving. He, that it, guy is so fucking good. Yeah, he does great in a lot of films, and that is one of he just hit it out of the park. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. A very, very, very mm-hmm. great actor. Um, like, he was fantastic in Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, and and even um, Red Skull yeah, the Avengers. I mean, and I even will give him props for Lord of the Rings. Okay. I've never seen a yeah. Lord of the Rings movie. I've neither have I, but I know he's been in them and I know he is he just does great work. Right. Number eight. This is a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And it was our introduction to Matthew McConaughey. Ah. Dazed and confused. I just heard I was going through work and on the radio overhead was Slow Ride was playing. Nice. And I just couldn't help just like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's right. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. I love I love that movie and it made me wish that I was in high school in the 70s. Yeah. I mean, it, we had a good in high school in the late 80s. But I mean, it seems like 10 years before us. Yeah. They really had a good. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm a big fan of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, another movie I'm a huge fan of. The entire series, as a matter of fact. The Silence of the Lambs. Those I don't like. Just because I don't, I don't like cannibalism. It, Have you ever tried it? No, it makes me all squidgy when I think about it, too. I don't How like, do you know you don't like it, then? I don't like, don't like cannibalism. It's weird. Fred, I think we've got an eater. Even that sketch is like, Jesus Christ. I'll get the oven on. <laughs> Number six. I'm sure a movie near and dear to your heart. Titanic. No. No. I don't. I don't care for that movie. I mean, uh, it's it's just, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's something about it I don't, I don't really care for. I got it's, you. It's too long. I even remember the... The the VHS tapes. It, it was, was two. A, tapes. Yeah, it was double double tape. goddamn tape. I mean, come on. My my grandmother had a habit. Now, I think we actually still have it at the house. Yeah, yeah I think that, it. And that song that just oh, oh God, my heart will go on. Yes. Oh Jesus I, Christ. Yeah, I think it's still. I think uh, I think there's still a copy of it down at my mom's. But house. again, what position was she in in the car? That her hand made it on the back window like that. You know, I, I, I mean, I mean, what I can't, I, I can't fathom where she would have been. I don't know what weird position. Don't know. <laughs> Number five, scent of a woman. I remember seeing that, but don't remember much of the movie. Al Pacino plays a retired, yeah. a blind retired army mm-hmm. uh, army officer. Yeah. And he has, yeah, and he basically the the kid has to take care of him, take care yeah. of him, but he he doesn't like it and all that. But as I said, I don't remember a lot of it. I think it was a court case or something. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Um, here's another one. Great movie. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched it for about the billionth time. At number four, we have Goodfellas. It's a good fucking movie. Yeah, that is. Oh god. Yeah, go movie. get your fucking shine box. Oh my god, that movie. Is just is wonderful from start to finish. From that first long shot, mm-hmm. going through the club, I mean, to how just like everything just unfolds at the end, and and you know it's it's based on the story of yeah. uh, uh, the true story of Henry Hill. Oh God, Henry Hill, uh, he was a regular. He after he got out of the witness protection program, mm-hmm. he was a regular on the Howard Stern show, mm-hmm. and you know I mean the guys just had great stories. You know, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Goodfellas. Yeah. Ray, Ray Liotta said a story when he when he he met him. He thanked him. He said, "Thanks for not making me look like a scumbag." <laughs> He's like, "Did you watch the movie? What is it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's so many great performances in there. Oh. Paul Sorvino yeah. as Paulie. Oh yeah, uh, as Big Paulie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Sorvino is great in that. Uh, De Niro as as. Uh, uh, not Tommy. No, Jimmy Black. Yeah, Jimmy. As Jimmy. Uh, De Niro's great in there. Joe Pesci, of course. Yeah. As Tommy. Oh, God. So many great fucking performances in that movie. Yeah, and, and like even in the, um, in the middle of it when it's like that job is like all of a sudden bodies just start appearing everywhere. Oh, after the Lufthansa job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And like uh, uh, Bobby just started fucking whacking everybody. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was just Jesus. And, and like, like, there's so many great lines from Pesci mm-hmm. alone in that movie. Yeah, I would <laughs> just, yeah, 
when he, when he shoot, you shot him in the foot. Where you shoot him? It's like, <laughs> hey, Spider. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself, Tommy. I, 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 oh, you're, you're clean up the body this time. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What a good fucking movie. Mm. Number three. I saw this in the theaters in 1994 in Fort Jack uh, in uh, Fort Gordon, Georgia. Forrest Gump. Yeah, I like that. I it's love a wonderful. Fucking I love. Movie. I love that movie. Just, I mean, I I know people would shit on it. That is like, oh, there's no way that someone could just happen to be. No, that's the part of the the fun of the story. Exactly. Let the story happen. You have a guy. Uh, who's who's slow mm-hmm. and just by dumb luck he happens into all this fucking unbelievable stuff yeah and that's what makes it like the most fun i yeah. mean he you know he makes he makes up the have a nice day symbol yeah by accident in the mud yeah you know he he meets how many different presidents so i went to the white house again <laughs> met the president of the united states again <laughs> You know, I mean, Hanks was fantastic in that movie. Hanks was awesome in that movie. And just the things that they did in that movie with the, well, Gary Sinise with his. With the no legs. The no and, legs. And um, it's, it's just so many wonderful parts in that movie. And, and the cool, one of the cool things is um, Gary Sinise embraced the Lieutenant Dan character mm-hmm. to the f- point where he tours, uh, he tours the country. Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band hmm. raising money for Wounded Warrior Project. Yep. Uh, you know, Gary Sinise is a he's a fucking stand up guy. Um, by all accounts, Hanks is a stand up guy. Um, and it's just a really, really goddamn good movie. Yep. Have you ever eaten a bubblegum shrimp? I've never eaten a bubblegum shrimp. I I have eaten there a few times. Um, it's not it's 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 not as like memorable as it should be, right? But it's it's something interesting. I have a shot glass from there. Nice. So, <laughs> Bubba Gump, Bubba Gump, Tramp. Yeah, yeah. The actor that played Bubba in that actually had hard time getting work after that um, because they thought he was the character he was playing. Right, Micheletti Williamson. Yeah, it's like, and I I'm, I kind of wonder how dumb are like caster. I mean, it's like. No, they didn't hire somebody. He is an actor. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dear God. That would, that, yeah, I mean, if that were the case, then, um, ah, uh, what the hell? DiCaprio would have never gotten anything after What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, my God. Think about that. Yeah. Which, again, that was a weird movie. Good movie, but a weird fucking movie. <clears throat> that, was, that movie was all over the place. Yeah. But if, if like, think about yeah. what would have happened if Leonardo DiCaprio would have been typecast as that character. Yeah. Oh yeah. So many. We've been robbed of so many great performances. Oh yeah. He's he's done everything. Yeah. From one scale to the other, he's a he's just an amazing actor. Yeah. Watch watch that, and then watch something like Django Unchained. Oh my God. Oh. You know. Uh, or or once upon a time in Hollywood, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> you know, or, or even his fucking performance in Titanic. Mm-hmm. He's he's excellent in Titanic. Yeah. Number two, mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting. 
was that the one with murder at Harvard? Okay, I'm, I was confusing with Dead Poets Society. All right, nope, nope, nope. Yep, with uh, Affleck and uh, and um, Damon, Matt Damon, yep. Matt Damon, but the Har- the Harvard janitor who's a genius. Yeah, but it's an asshole genius. Matt Damon. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh yeah. I love what they do too. And yeah, that was, I, yeah, I, oh man. That was... Have you ever seen the movie, The Departed? No. That is a great movie. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's a retelling of the Whitey Bulger story, right. essentially. Um, Damon's in that. And DiCaprio. Oh wow. Okay. And Jack Nicholson. Mm. And Mark Wahlberg. Good Lord. Yes. It's a fucking amazing movie. Um, you, you really should check that one out. Mm. Not a 90s movie, but check it out. Right. And the number one movie from the 90s that everyone should see, and everybody should read the book too, Fight Club. Movie I agree with. The book... Hey, but some people don't like to read. I ain't got time to read. <laughs> no, that ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I like the online version better. Listen, McMahon. <laughs> um, I mean, the the that's one where I didn't see the twist coming. Oh, neither did I. I mean, I just I I didn't. I also there was <laughs> before I had seen the movie, and it's funny because like I think I saw the movie later. Than the 90s. Yeah. And there was um, something, there was uh, some form like Marla Singer's Laundromat. Yeah. I didn't understand the reference (laughs) until, oh, that's where that comes from. Right. Yeah, but that was, I love that movie. It it is a great movie. Um, It, it's timeless. It really is. I have, I I have the Blu-ray. I have an unopened limited edition Blu-ray with Deadpool on it. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Randy found it somewhere and got it for me. I, right. I've never opened it because I already have it on Blu-ray. Mm. Um, I have the book as well. Uh, it's a fucking really fucking strange book. Um, the The performances in that are great. Brad Pitt does not play the typical Brad Pitt role. If you've never seen... if I'm pretty sure most of our audience has seen Fight Club. Oh, yeah, by but, now. But Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden is mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Edward Norton is great in damn near anything. I'm a huge Edward Norton mm-hmm. fan. Um, in fact, I just watched, rewatched for about the billionth time, American History X. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's another great 90s movie that everyone mm-hmm. should watch. Um. That movie is so fucking good. Um, you know, another here's another great 90s movie that was, I'm surprised didn't make the list. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction should be on that list. Yeah. I, I, it's, Clerk, Clerks as well. Clerks should be on this list. Uh, for other reasons, of course, than something like we've been talking about. Yeah. Here's another one I think should be on this list. Interview with the Vampire. Definitely. That is such an underrated movie. And fun. Oh, yes. It's such a fun movie. And fun in its darkness. See, I've I've read 
inter- I read the book long before the movie was ever out. Um, I I do like to read, kids. Um, yeah, I'm not the one that reads. No, I I, I read a lot. Um, I read the I read the Vampire Chronicles long before the Interview with the Vampire movie came out, and when I saw that Lestat was going to be played by Tom Cruise. I'm like, no, 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 no. And when I saw that Brad Pitt was going to play Louis, I was once again, no, 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 no. You're casting it all wrong. And Anne Rice agreed. She was originally against that casting. And then she saw it. She like before it was released because she had like a final approval type thing, I guess. Anne Rice watched it and she threw her support behind it. And I tell you what, Tom Cruise is great as Lestat. And Brad Pitt, you really feel for Louis as Brad Pitt. And the one character in there that wasn't supposed to be played by who it was played by. Christian Slater as the as the reporter. Okay. He was not supposed to play the reporter. River Phoenix was. Oh. But River, unfortunately, died. Yeah. I don't know if that would have changed the movie at all. I don't know. Slater was great, though, yeah. in that part. Yeah. Another good night. I, 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 I hope this was 90s because it's one of Desperado. Yes. It was. That was. I, oh. That, you know, that might have been on the cusp. Yeah. I, I love Desperado. I, that's a that was a lot of our introduction to Antonio Banderas. Yes, and uh, well, Antonio Banderas was in an interview with the vampire. He plays yep. Armand. Mm-hmm. Oh God, what a fucking great, great. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I think I know Escape from L.A. was nineties. Yep, Escape from and, L.A. was. And that would get shit on a lot, and I can understand why because it's cheesy as all it's hell. It's bad. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. But you have to enjoy, you, you just have to enjoy the campiness of it. Here's another one for you. This is 90s. Quentin Tarantino once again. All right. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And even going back even further, Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette, True Romance. Oh, God. That was, that was... That was a funny movie to watch only because Bronson Pinchot played oh, such an ass- hey, hey, when Cousin Balky is playing an asshole. Oh, uh, coked up asshole at yeah. that. <laughs> and, uh, there's so many great performances in that movie. I mean, Slater's great in just about everything. Dennis Hopper. Oh, Hopper. And, and um, Christopher Walken when they met for the last time. Oh, my God. That was such a... Fucking Clarence in Alabama. Oh, I'll have that cigarette. At that point, oh, he knows he's gonna die. Yep, he knows it. He knew. And he's... That's. I mean, that was a that was a really good movie as well. Mm-hmm. But you're right though with Clerks. Clerks should be on that list, and that really jump started a whole genre of, mm-hmm. of of films, and it made it, you know, okay to be an independent filmmaker again. Yeah, I think, and I think a lot of Clerks was good because I mean, you you. Watch Clerks at the time, they were us. Yeah, I mean they were not the and I don't I mean no disrespect to Brian Halloran or Randall you know they they weren't polished anything. No, 
I mean, they it was so, you know, they were the people we knew. Yeah. And because it was very East Coast, hell, we knew those people. We And in certain circumstances, we were those people. Yeah. You know? Uh, except for <laughs> us, you substitute a fucking convenience store with a pool hall. Exactly. That's where you're just hanging out causing mischief. Alleged mischief. <laughs> yes. Alleged mischief. Many, and instead, we spent many a night either leaned up against the wall of a pool hall. Yep. Or sitting on the fucking trunk of a car. Just sitting on a car. But every, yeah, I mean, the parking lot was full. Uh-huh. And then the pool hall was full. But it was like such a half and half. Yeah. I, I, and, and of course, Dazed and Confused did that as well. Yeah. So, like, things like hanging out outside of a building. Just hanging out. It's lost. Yes. And we, when we started this whole journey of the podcast... Our original fucking idea was Bill and I were going to have the conversations that we had back in back in the day, you know, back in the fucking nineties, in our cars or, or or sitting sitting somewhere just shooting the shit. And would you believe Bill was always getting yelled at for being wrong in some aspect? Some things will never change. I don't see why. I'm not always wrong. Just usually. No. <sighs> <laughs> oh, you said about the heart. Yeah, I talked about that. All I right. talked about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I miss, I miss all that. I was Austin Powers nineties. I don't think so. I'd have. It might have been. But I mean, I, don't I honestly know. would have to. I don't remember. Wayne's World might have been. Oh, jeez, maybe that's the thing. I don't remember that nineties two thousand thing. Yeah, like where where the cutoff was. Right. You know. Because even the early 2000s was a little bit more fun. I was poking my head up out of the hole. Yeah. You know. Excuse me. But I can't remember, like, what was 90. And the longer it goes on, the more I can't fucking remember. <laughs> that's the that's the worst part. Maybe Austin Powers might have been 90s. It might have been. Because I'm trying. Because even, and you know what? I'll tell you, even 90s, and I... I know some people will get mad at me for this, but I still think it was the best wrestling landscape. It was. I mean, my God, they had so many superstars. ECW was running hard. WWF and WCW were running hard. Yeah. We were in the middle of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, and they had so many superstars that everybody could have runs at the belt. Yeah. And nobody needed to cross pads. And it was even your most boring wrestling, even your most lackluster personalities still were entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought up wrestling because uh, with the merger going through between UFC and WWE, mm -hmm. they're now under one corporate umbrella and a new corporation called TKO Holdings Limited. Um, That's a terrible name. Well, I didn't pick it. Ari Emanuel did. Um, but it's now called... now. I mean, it's still WWE and it's still yeah. UFC. But the parent company is now Umbrella Hold or uh, the Umbrella Co Corporation is mm -hmm. now TKO Holdings Limited. The firings have begun. A friend of mine uh, used to get press passes to all the WWE events locally. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, his contact at WWE was let go. Oh. It gets better. 
This woman did work for Vince Sr. Mm. She was with WWF, WWE, full-time for the last 35 years. Mm. Forced retirement over a Zoom call. Oh. And in an email stating you can come on such and such a day, security will escort you in to get your stuff out of your desk. Oh, I hate when I, I see that, too. And then the talent cuts started. Mm. My friend, Matt Riddle, is no longer employed by WWE. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sadly, I could see that one coming because Matt has had a few issues as of late. Um, I, dude, I, um, I hope you fucking get on track. You got another kid on the way, dude. Get your shit together. So all, all I, all I can say, I love you, man. Um, be well. But there was a few more shocking releases. Two of the biggest ones and AEW. I know AEW is going to sign. They're going to sign Riddle up. I know they'll do something with him. But two others that AEW would be very foolish to not sign. Shelton Benjamin. Okay. At the very least, hire that man as a producer. Hire him or a trainer. Help him train your young talent. Mm -hmm. And the other guy, this one was probably the most shocking. After 20 years, WWE has parted ways with Nick Nemeth, who you might know better as Dolph Ziggler. You know, I mean, I don't know if that's surprising at all because, I mean, he doesn't seem like he was in a main event picture for the longest time. He's been there for over 20 years. He's a former world heavyweight yeah, champion. Yes. Every time, every time you needed a heel mm-hmm. to be the fucking gatekeeper, you called on one of two guys. You called on either the Miz or Dolph Ziggler. Mm. You needed a baby face to be the gatekeeper. You turned Dolph fucking baby face. Mm. Dolph was one of those rare guys that could work fucking babyface or heel in the same night and get it over. Hmm. But uh, that one surprised me. And then there was ones that I'm like, okay, yeah, who didn't see that coming? But, um, yeah. And I understand with their trimming the fat, quote unquote, uh, getting rid of redundant positions and this and that. Um, all in the name of saving a buck. But, you know, like Joe's contact, 35 years with yeah. the company. And not a fucking, I mean, I don't know what kind of severance package she got. I'm sure it was okay. But, you know, not even a chance to come in and say goodbye to your fucking coworkers. Yeah. After 35 years. And I've always hated the security thing. Yeah, what do you what do you think she what do you think she's gonna do? Yeah, you know, I mean, just let her, you know, let her. I don't know. I mean, maybe if you just tell somebody, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, so they can at least say goodbye, clean out their stuff, and you know. Well, what they did, what they did, and this is fucking shitty, is they told everybody, work from home. And, you know, if we need to, if we need you, we will Zoom call you. 
And they fucking fired everybody via Zoom call. Mm. Not even the not even the decency to do it face to face. That's some Eric Bischoff shit. Mm. Instead of the FedEx letter. Yeah. If Zoom was a thing back in the 90s when Bischoff was running WCW, he would have fired motherfuckers via Zoom. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Probably. You know, I'm convinced of it. Uh, to me, it's a chicken shit thing. It is. It is. I, I can say, <laughs> I can say when KME got rid of me, they called me into the office, and the person that wrote my termination letter and signed it handed it to me, which again was weird. But there was also a coffee stain on it, so it's like how, ser- you know. But of course, that was based on looking for another job, not my performance. Yeah. Well, uh, so it, it was a retaliatory thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Pentel Data after I got my degree. Yeah. Because KME had promised they were going to put me in the IT department because I didn't want to leave. I had all my, you know, all my friends were there. Well, coworkers were there. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, and I said, I want to stay with KME. And after I got my degree and my certifications, I got kind of ghosted. So I was like, well, you know what? If you're not going to give me a job, I'm not staying here. Right. I went to Pentel Data. Pentel Data called them up. I went through two interviews. They told me that it was all but a done deal. We, you know, just some formalities and that's it. They called KME, like, and I don't know what KME told them, but that deal got taken off the table. Jesus Christ. It was like, and they told me that the job that I was applying for was not even available anymore. I also found out that was a lie. Somebody at KME said, uh, "Oh t- yeah, they thanked you." Oh they, yeah, they and, then, and then when I went back to KME to be called into the office, and this is literally a week after they offered me a lead man position at KME to shut me up. Yeah, they were going to give me run of the whole line because I'd been there for so long. Right, and I, I figure they're going to give me another position or whatever. Or another stab at it, and I came in, and he slides the letter over to me. I open it, and I'm like, "What? I'm being terminated?" Uh, I was just even the plant foreman was shocked. So we went down, and um, and I was like, um, "So do I gotta? What do I gotta clean out of my toolbox? Because I had like templates and." You know, all this other and screws and everything for the company. And he's like, take it all. Hope you load it up. He helped me load all the shit into my truck. Unfucking real. The best part was I got home that night, threw out all my uniforms, literally t- shredded all of my notes that I'd taken over the years uh-huh. of like how to build certain things. I get a sheepish call for one of my coworkers. That he, oh, I'm sorry, I, you know, we're going to miss you, all this other shit. Hey, and by the way, your uh, notebook, um, you know, can I have it? I said, no, I destroyed it. He didn't talk to me for a month. Fuck him. But, yeah, because he felt that I, I shouldn't have done that because someone else could use that information. I said, I'm the one that wrote it in there. Yeah. I was pissed. Oh, dude, I don't blame you. I would have been too. Yeah, but everything worked out for the better, but I can yeah, I got I got tanked on a job. <laughs> oh yeah. That's fucking shitty. All right. Um I got another list, but we'll save that till next week when Jim's here. Next week. Oh it's about it's about 
favorite 90s bands that aren't Pearl Jam? No, it's not. It's not. Fucking terrible. Terrible, terrible band. Um, so next week, we're going to talk about what we were supposed to talk about this week. Yeah. If Jim didn't... No, my, my Bowie hurts. My Bowie hurts. I can't feel good. I don't feel good. I don't know if I can make it. <laughs> uh, all seriousness. Yes. I hope you feel better, Jim. Yes. Get well soon. Uh, yep. Get get better. Um, we'll see you next week. Yeah, get well. So we can go on the beach and step on piss clams. We can do that for each other. <laughs> all right. All right, fuckers. Until next week, this has been Oh No Not Down. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. I'm Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> Skooka Jason. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>